0: Simon loved fishing. He always came to his local pool. It was only around the corner from where we lived. He used to come fishing every week. It was the main hobby he had in life and that just came to an end when he started work.
1: Simon had been working for a crossbow factory near Wolverhampton. Prior to his death, the 17-year-old had been showing signs of overexposure to solvents. His personality had changed. He regularly lost his balance, suffered from fatigue and dizziness.
0: He came home the one evening and he looked really ill and about ten minutes later his girlfriend was knocking on the door. At that time he came down the stairs, he was stumbling and I asked him what he'd done and he said, "Uh, I think I've taken some of your tablets and I said, well what colour were they? And he couldn't remember, he was totally confused. We got him right off to hospital, that was at ten to six and at seven o'clock he had a massive coronary. The doctor asked me to call the health and safety executive in, which I did, because i would found that much trichloroethylene in his blood plasma. We didn't even know what trichloroethylene was.
1: Simon's company, Barnett International, was later prosecuted by the health and safety executive. They were convicted for offences under the control of substances hazardous to health regulations, otherwise known as COSH. Nearly £10,000 worth of penalties were imposed and the company's insurers agreed to pay damages to the Freemans. The company has declined to comment further. Every day over 20,000 workers across the country use the chemical trichloroethylene, otherwise known as trike. Although ICI didn't sell to Simon's company, it's one of the country's leading manufacturers of the substance. They claim it has no link between Simon's death or ill health and it's perfectly safe as long as it's used properly. Dr Martin Smith is the company's health and environment manager. There really is no link between uh, this type of uh, problem and trichlorethylene. ICI, and indeed other uh, manufacturers of this chemical, have taken a uh, very responsible position for many years in researching very, very carefully both the toxicological and epidemiological aspects of the chemical. But the government's own health and safety executives say that 81% of firms aren't following sensible
2: safety instructions,
1: and they are putting the health of workers at risk.
2: We examined trichloroethylene degreases at 120 sites throughout the country, and only 19% of these were no improvements required. In some of them, the working conditions were very poor indeed. In nearly all of them, some improvement was actually possible or required. We ended up issuing, I think it was 10... Ten prohibition notices, 18 improvement notices and in many of the other cases um, written advice was given with follow-up visits by inspectors to make sure that advice had been taken.
1: Bernard Robinson of the Health and Safety Executive.
2: We can't be everywhere at once. It's not our job to be everywhere at once. It's industry's job to manage the process properly. When we find things have gone seriously wrong, then we'll take action. Then we'll enforce, we can close processes down, we'll prosecute in the worst circumstances. We're no different from the police in these circumstances. There are plenty of motorists who speed because the police aren't everywhere at any one point in time. We can't be everywhere at any one point in time. We don't try. So are you
1: saying in a simple yes or no answer that basically you haven't got enough people to do the job that you really want to do?
2: There is no simple yes or no answer, and you can't realistically expect me to say there is. Anybody can use additional resources if they they had them. Um, We are targeting the priority issues as we see them. Degreasing is one of those. We'll be continuing to do that for at least a couple of years to
3: come. Trichloroethylene is such a widely used, cheap degreasant that's used literally everywhere. It's used by, for example, car mechanics to dip their engines in to take the oil off. It's used in various industries to degrease things. It's a very cheap, low-cost way, and it tends to be abused, for example, although the HSC say that it shouldn't be used in this way, it's used in buckets where people simply plunge the stuff in and uh, degrease it, which, of course, they can get quite s- severe amounts of exposure from that. And because it is so cheap, basically, at the end of the day, there is a lack of will, I think, politically, to rid ourselves of uh, solvents of that kind.
1: Alan Kerr is a lawyer who fights for workers who claim their health may have been damaged by trike and other organic
3: solvents. At the moment, the HSE are leading a European review of trichloroethylene. Now, trichloroethylene in the workplace has a limit imposed of 100 parts per million whereas when I met a specialist in solvent poisoning in Sweden, he actually said to me when I showed him the 100 parts per million level, no, this must be a mistake, it should be 10. And in fact, he was saying that they were so concerned in Sweden at 10 that they were still trying to reduce to 5 parts per million. And also, for example, in Japan, there have been some human studies, which is extraordinarily unusual, that humans have actually been exposed to trichloroethylene. And the uh, Japanese Authorities suggested a level of 50. Now why we still retain our 100 parts per million, which must be massively over the top if compared with Sweden, is the question that the HSE should have to answer.
1: The HSE says the present levels are satisfactory even though industry flouts the regulations. You'd expect the employer's representatives to disagree or to defend their members from such criticism, but it would appear that the problems are so widespread that even the Metal Finishing Association, the country's main trade body, has no defence. Its chief executive is John Bennett.
4: There's a large number of people who ought to improve their practices uh, we've done quite a lot recently to try to make that clear to them by issuing new guidelines and by collaborating with other people to new do a new vapor degreasing guide, which has been widely publicised. So we are working on that, but there is still a long way to go. But why
1: is there a long way to go? What is it about the industry that makes them not take it seriously enough?
4: I think it's custom and practice. The uh, Effect of solvent uh, has not been properly understood and uh, widely known throughout the industry and i think it's a question of bringing people up to speed and making them understand the nature of the dangers
1: not all employers flout the rules break the regulations and ignore worker safety here in bristol at neptune plating limited gordon allen you're the md so what have you done to keep the workers even safer
4: Some three years ago, we decided that with new regulations being introduced, it was more sensible to replace old types of chemicals with a more modern and safer approach. These chemicals are not always faster or more efficient, but they are definitely safer and eliminates the reason for government inspectors visiting our premises.
1: Clearly, you were concerned. So, in terms of actually doing something about it, you know, how do these chemicals
4: compare with what you used to use, say, five, ten years ago? Trichloroethylene, a chemical which was used as a vapor and was easily breathable, was proved to be a carcinogen. We replaced this with a caustic soda solution, which the general public can use quite often in washing up solutions. We use this at a very much higher temperature and greater concentration. This has proved to be uh, almost equally effective. Although slightly more expensive, in the long run, the safety factor far outweighs the cost implications.
1: So in a simple sentence or two, what would you say to people up and down the country who are in a similar position to yourself and still using these older chemicals?
4: Well, in many instances, they can be replaced by more modern approach. Unfortunately, most people haven't got time to do the investigations until they're forced to. I think it's absolutely necessary for everyone uh, to look at every chemical that in use and see if they can find a simpler and cheaper and definitely safer uh, application.
1: Despite such assertions and the fact that many employers appear to be flouting safety measures, ICI and others believe that no change in the law is required. ICI's Dr Martin Smith. We, uh, we are very, very keen that there's continuous improvement in the way every chemical is used in uh, industrial use and uh, we worked very hard with the Health and Safety Executive to look at the results uh, of a survey they carried out last year and to identify ways in which we could further help to uh, improve the safety and use of the material and uh, we believe it can be safely used and we're doing everything we can to ensure that's the case. Whatever ICI may say, things are about to change. In June, the European Union will introduce a new directive which will prohibit young people like Simon Freeman from working with solvents like Trike.
0: We are going to carry on fighting. We have to do that for our own sake. It's in memory of my son. But now there's a lot of people out there who need help. There is bad working conditions. We've got to stop them.